Welcome to the First United Methodist Church. We hope our sermon broadcast will bless you. This scripture text is from John chapter 1, verses 43 through 51. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him about whom Moses and the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said of him, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, Where did you get to know me? Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Very truly I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of God. The word of God for the people of God. Let us be in a spirit of prayer. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? We have no appreciation for that particular phrase. But it's a lot like the phrases that we use. In Grand Rapids, where I grew up, the general word was that you didn't go south of a particular line in town. Nothing good comes out of there. I never found that to be the case. But my grandmother, bless her soul, was convinced. You see, I always loved my grandmother right up to the day she died. But she was a racist. I don't know what experience in her life brought her to that point. But if it was like most of her neighbors, there wasn't one. It's just what they were taught. You don't trust people who are a different color than you are on the outside. You don't trust people who come from different cultures, who have different understandings of who and what they are. You hold them at arm's length because you don't know. You don't know when they're going to lash out, if they're going to lash out. But given the opportunity, that's what I always heard, 
given the chance. That's racism, pure and simple. And it's like those isms Kevin was talking about earlier. There are a lot more of them. Sexism. We've started calling some of them phobias, which in many ways are more accurate, I think. Phobia means fear. And that's what I've come to understand. Our prejudices are not rooted in a sense of self-preservation or even self-defense. Yes, we have to have what is referred to in our house as situational awareness. Fancy name. Know your situation. Know your options. But if you walk into every portion of your life assuming that whoever you're going to encounter is going to try to hurt you, take advantage of you. We're no better than Nathaniel. Now, the truth is, we're taught to do this from a very early age. I remember in high school, we developed a very healthy hate of our crosstown rivals. It was us or them on the football field. It was us or them in just about every aspect of our experience with them. I won't tell you who they were, because it wasn't until I got into seminary that I realized I might get appointed to that town And if word ever got out, well, as soon as they found out where I went to school, they would have realized it. But anyway. But that's just the nature of who and what we are. It's almost as though we are defined by those we're taught to hate. And yet, those isms, regardless of what prefix you attach to them, there's nothing there except our own fear. That's all it is. We stand afraid of people who are different than we are. And yet, Christ, Christ never was afraid of anyone. He certainly did not assume that just because they were from some small town or another, that they should be the object of ridicule and hate. The reality is, and I think I've mentioned this before, you have to be carefully taught. The song from South Pacific. We have to be taught hate. 
And yet the question becomes, why? What do we have to be afraid of? What separates us from the people around us? It might be the color of their skin. It might be the width of their pocketbook. It might be a fundamental distrust because of each other's politics. That's the most recent one I've encountered. A fundamental distrust of our political views and understandings. I don't get it. I won't tell you that I'm not racist. I'm sure I have had occasions. Matter of fact, I know I have. Had had occasions when I made the wrong choice. When I fell into the trap. I don't know, did I tell you the story about voting? Yeah? Okay. I won't bore you again. But that was one of them. The mayor from the neighboring town and I went in at the same time. Actually, she went in first. But the little old ladies behind the table decided to send me to vote before she did. And yet the only difference between us was the fact that I was a young white male and she was a middle-aged black female. And I confessed my sin before my congregation and they tried to downplay it. But I knew, consciously or not, I had acted in a racist manner. And I truly felt bad. Isms are those things that prevent us from becoming all that God created us to be. Because all of a sudden, something over which we have no control becomes a barrier to those around us Be that what we look like, or how we act, or who we love. All these things appear to someone else, appear to be a threat. I have no idea why that is why we must define ourselves not by who we love but who we hate and yet that becomes the most prominent character flaw in our nature God calls each of us to love to love everyone 
regardless of who they represent themselves to be. That's what this Sunday's about. Dr. King was not a perfect person. He had his, his issues, just as each of us have our own. And in his better days, he would tend to admit that. But he did strive for something. He stood up and proclaimed love and grace and acceptance and welcome. Isn't that who we are called to be? Aren't we called to offer hope instead of hate? Regardless of what your ism is, God calls us to get over it, to move past it, to recognize it for what it is, a lack of faith in God. Because as scripture says, faith casts out all fear. Let's focus on the faith. Let's focus on the love. Let's focus on the Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen.